Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, January 15th. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are so glad to have you here with us tonight. Um, Just want to remind you guys that if you have a comment or a question for us um, for tonight's show, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. I'm getting ready to... Bring my co-host Denise in. How are you? Good evening. Good evening. I'm good. How are you? Good. Pretty good. Excited about tonight's show? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I'm excited. <laughs> Absolutely. So just wanted to give you an opportunity to uh, get going. If you had any beauty news for us tonight. Well, I know you were going to um, going to read off some um, some different award winners or nominees, but before you did do that, I just want to say congratulations to you and to myself uh, for being nominated for a Makeup and Hairstyling um, Guild Award for Best uh, yeah. Period and Character Makeup for Chill. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we are excited about our uh, makeup and hairstyling uh, a Guild Award nomination. It's um, exciting to be nominated by uh, you know by your peers for the work that you've done, and so we're excited about that. Um, the Guild Awards will take place in Los Angeles February 11th. Um, so it's just some exciting times actually and we're we're glad and happy about the fact that um you know this nomination brings a lot of recognition to all of the work that we did um on till so we're happy about that and happy so for want... um we're we're also happy for um um you know all the people that worked with us um Ashley Langston who was our third you know congrats to her and then also we had um, two other people on the show that, you know, they worked a lot in the background, but they also worked a lot um, on the trailer with us, um, preparing uh, a lot of the principal actors. And that's Megan Belcher, who's a fan of this show, as well as uh, Amber Octoboxy. Absolutely. And a special shout-out um, to Soretta Bell, who spent a lot of time with us as well, working with uh, the background actors. 
Yes, absolutely. So speaking of nominees, I wanted to share some nominees with you guys for this award season. Um, as of right now, the, the, the Academy Award nominees don't come out until the 24th of this month. And then the BAFTAs will come out this week on the 19th. So next Sunday night we'll have um, more information, um, you know, about more nominees for next Sunday night. But it's, again, like we were saying, it's an exciting time. Lots of different award shows are going on. And this year, for the very first time, the NAACP Image Awards has a new, three new categories, makeup, hair, and costume design. So I just wanted to give you guys the nominees for those new categories, again, for the, the NAACP Image Awards, three new categories, outstanding costume design for television or film, and that's Francine Jameson Tanchuk for Emancipation, Gersha Phillips and her team um, for Star Trek, Gersha Phillips again and her teams, and it looks like she's with um, the Woman King, but it looks like, okay, so she, for, for Gersha, for both of Gersha's teams, she has Carly Nicodemo with her, and then everyone else on the team changes. So she'll have, she has like three other people on each team, but they are different than the other show. So Gersha Phillips and Carly Nicodemo both are being nominated for um, Star Trek as well as The Woman King. And then Ruth Carter for her work on Black Panther Wakanda Forever and then Tracy Gigi Field for A League of Their Own. Again, these are your outstanding costume design nominees for uh, the, in, the 2023 NAACP Image Awards. Outstanding makeup, television, or film, Angie Wells, Cheaper by the Dozen, Debbie Young, Sandra Lynn, Ghazi Olandu Young, Gina Bateman for We Own This City. Those are our girls in Baltimore. Um, Michelle Lewis, The Last Days of Plotomy Gray, Ren Rowling and Teresa Vest and Megan Arford for Emergency. Yay, Teresa, for Emergency. And then Zabrina Matiru for Surface. Okay. And then for the hair, outstanding hairstyling for television or film, Camille Friend for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Curtis Foreman and Ryan Randall for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Louisa V. Anthony, DeAndra Metzinger, um, Maurice Beeman for Till. Mary Daniels, Kaylin Spooner, Darren Lyons, and Eric Gonzalez for All-American. And then Tracy Moss, Jerome Allen, Tamika Dixon, and Lawrence Jiga Simmons and Jason Simmons for fantasy football. So the whole crew, hairstyling crew on fantasy football are our friends here in Atlanta, as well as um, the Tills. That's, they're part of our Till family. So our Till um, hair team was nominated for um, outstanding hairstyling uh, for film and television for the Image Awards. And again, these three categories are new. So, so the Image Awards has never done hair, makeup, and costumes before. So I really appreciate them creating this, uh, these three new categories because it's just another way for film and TV artists to be acknowledged, their work to be acknowledged. So, you know, thankful for that. So we will see how that goes. And that takes place in Los Angeles, and I believe the date is February 24th in Los Angeles. All right. And then um, my sister just mentioned at the top of the show that we were nominated for um, a Guild Award, but I wanted to also share some of the other Guild Award nominees yeah. for different categories. There's... Um, the thing that I love about the Guild Awards is that there's like three makeup categories and three hair categories. So I think that's, I feel like that's so amazing, you know, gives everybody more of an opportunity 
to have a chance. Right. And I'll share some of those with you. So, and, and let me just say this. I think can, can I just say this really quickly? I just think it's so important when you're when you are like when for these different awards that you're you know you, you you're not judging um, more of a beauty makeup against a special effects makeup. That's like apples and oranges to me. Like it, it's it's two totally different things. So I, I appreciate it when the categories are separated. And it's Absolutely. just like you said, it gives more more of an opportunity for people to have a chance at winning when it's not like that. Absolutely. So the nominees for Outstanding Makeup Artist and Hairstylist um, for Feature-Length Motion Picture, for, these are for motion pictures, and just so you guys know, for the Guild Awards, hair and makeup are separate. So, again, that's even further of a chance, if you ask me, um, for people to have an opportunity. So, Best Contemporary Makeup Nominees, The Batman. Um, head, you know, that team was headed up by Naomi Doan. And then you have Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, headed by Michelle Chung. You have The Menu. Deborah Lamia Denaver, and then the movie Nope by our friend, headed by our friend Tim Buchanan, uh, and then the, then the uh, movie Spirited, and that department head was Monica Huppert. Also on her team was Vivian Baker as well. The makeup our light, category, you all may know her from the makeup light. From the makeup light, yeah. Our category Best period and or character makeup. Okay. And the, uh, let's see, Amsterdam, the department head was Nana Fisher, Babylon, Heber, Thorisdor, Blonde, the makeup department head was Tina Kerwin, Elvis, the department head is Shane Thomas, and Till, our very own Denise Tunnell was the department head for that, and again, she was accompanied by me and Ashley Langston. So, so happy for that. And then best special makeup effects, the Batman, Michael Marino was the department head, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, our friend Joe Harlow. Elvis, Mark Coulier, um, Ronald Dahl's Matilda the Musical, Barry Gower. Oh, Barry. Okay. That's a name from the past. Um, I didn't even know a musical was in there. Um, the Whale, Adrian Moreau. And then we move on to Best Contemporary Hairstyling. You have The Batman. Zoe Tahir is the department head. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. You have Camille Friend as the head. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Anissa Salazar is the department head. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. And Jeremy Woodhead headed that one. And then The Menu was headed by Adrutha Lee. Best period hairstyling and or character hairstyling, Amsterdam, Adrutha Lee. Babylon, Jamie Lee McIntosh. Blonde, Jamie Lee McIntosh. Elvis, Shane Thomas. And the Woman King, Louisa Anthony. Wow, some of these people have been busy. <laughs> um, let's see. Television series, limited miniseries, or movie for television. Best Contemporary Makeup, Abbott Elementary, headed by Alicia Bajonas. Our friend Constance Foe happens to be on that team. Um, Emily in Paris, headed by Ari Lee Payen. Euphoria, season two, um, headed by Daniela Davies. Hacks, 
season two, Bridget O'Neill is the department head. And then the White Lotus, headed by Rebecca Hickey. Best period and or character makeup, Bridgerton. Erica Okavist, House of the Dragon. Amanda Knight, Pam and Tommy, David Williams, Stranger Things, Amy Forsyth, and Wednesday, Tara McDonald. And just just to reiterate, um, each film and television have the same categories in it. So if you hear me say best contemporary makeup, don't think that I've already um, said that. Each, category, each genre has its same categories. Let's see. Best period and or character makeup for um, television. I'm sorry, we, we did that one already. Best special makeup effects is what I wanted to say. Angeline Vincent Van Dyke headed that team. Gaslit Kazoo Hero. Um, Pam and Tommy, David Williams. Stranger Things, Barry Gower. Best Contemporary Hairstyling, Abbott Elementary, Maura Frazier. American Horror Stories, Valerie Jackson is the department head. Blackish, Nina Ross Davis heads that team up. She has that team up. And Stacey Morris, the um, Academy Award nominated barber from last, um, from, uh, was that last year? Last year is part of that team. Emily in Paris, Carol Nicholas is the department head. And then Kindred, Jamie Amadio is the department head for that one. Best period and or character hairstyling, Bridgerton, Erica Okavist, Dangerous Liaisons, Daniel Parker, Hocus Pocus 2, Cheryl R. Marks, Our Flag Means Death, Margarita Pidgeton, and then Pam and Tommy, um, Barry Lee Moe has that department. Television special one-hour or more live program series, Best Contemporary Makeup, Duty and the Beast, uh, Bruce Grayson has that one, Dancing with the Stars, Julie Sockish, Legendary Tanya Green, Saturday Night Live, Louis, Louis Zakarian, and then The Voice, Darcy Gilmore. Best period and or character makeup, Beauty and the Beast, a 30th celebration. That was headed by Bruce Grayson. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Holiday special, Michael Ornelise. Legendary, Tanya Green. Saturday Night Live, Louis Zakarian. So You Think You Can Dance, Tanya Green. Best Special Makeup Effects, Beauty and the Beast, a 30 celebration, Bruce Grayson. The Guardians of the Galaxy, Alexi Dimitri. Legendary Tanya Green, Saturday Night Live, Louis Zakarian, Dancing with the Stars, Brian Sippy. Best Contemporary Hairstyling, Dancing with the Stars, Kimmy Messina, Legendary Geraldine Stevens, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, Chantel Johnson Mosley, So You Think You Can Dance, Dean Francis Benewitz, and then The Voice, Geraldine Stevens. Best period and or character hairstyling, Dancing with the Stars, Kimmy Messina. Beauty and the Beast of 30th Celebration is Anthony Wilson. Guardians of the Galaxy, um, holiday special, Cassandra L. Rusick. Legendary, Geraldine Stevens. So You Think You Can Dance, Dean Francis Banowitz. Daytime television, Best Makeup, The Bold and the Beautiful, Christine Lye Johnson. The Boulay Brothers drama, Titans. Twanthula Boulay. I Can See Your Voice, Tanya Green. 
The Kelly Clarkson Show, Shanti Lagrana. Valente Frazier happens to be a part of that team. And then The Young and the Restless, Patricia Denny. Best Hairstyling, The Bold and the Beautiful, Stephanie Paw. The Kelly Clarkson Show, Tara Copeland. The Talk, Jasmine Robles. The Young and the Restless, Lauren Mendoza. Um, Children and Teen Television Programming, Best Makeup, Danger Force, The Fairy Odd Parents, High School Musical, The Musical Series Season 3, The Quest, and The Really Loud House, Best Hairstyling, Danger Force, The Quest, The Fairly Odd Parents, Fairly Odder, Raven's Home Season 5, and The Girl Lele, That Girl Lele. Season 2, Episode 10. Commercials and music videos, Best Makeup, Amazon, American Horror Stories, Imagine Dragons, Omezi, Ozzy Osbourne has a falling out with his pet demon, Ozzy Osbourne, Patient Number 9. Best Hairstyling, American Horror Story Season 2 promos, Bejeweled, Taylor Swift, Holiday, Romeo and Juliet, Life in a Vacation Home, Geico. Nourish Every nourish every You, Lil Nas X, Vitamin Water. Theatrical Productions Live Stage, Best Makeup, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Headed by Jason Michael Torres. Kinky Boots, Brandy Strona. Lucia D. Lamormore. Samantha Weiner. Sleeping Beauty, Lindsay Sire. Tosca, Samantha Weiner. Best Hairstyling, Kinky Boots, La Travita, Omar, Sense and Sensibility, and West Side Story. And that is your Makeup and Hairstyling Guild um, nominees list for 2023. So we will see um, in February who the winners are. And we'll have we'll we'll have a lot to report about that, um, you know, about this particular show. But I did also want to make an announcement about some winners tonight. So for the Critics' Choice Awards, in the category of costume design, uh, Ruth Carter won for best costume design, and um, Elvis, the movie Elvis one for best hair and makeups for this year's Critics Choice Awards. So congratulations to them. And um again, we'll wait to see who the nominees will be for the um the Academy Awards as well as the BAFTAs. And then we have a whole lot of winners to announce next month. So stay tuned. Nice. Nice. So tonight's topic, I've gotten <laughs> so much response from uh, from on Friday. I believe you posted it on Friday. Got so much <clears throat> feedback from from that post, and basically it was my top setback must-haves. And originally the post was going to be the top 10 must-haves, but I think I gave, I don't know, I think I, I think my original list had almost almost 19, if I'm not mistaken, must-haves, but we shortened it to 10, and then I added it, I added a couple more, because there, the one thing about setback must-haves for me, it's like, it's so important to be prepared. Like when I'm on set, like I hate to be on set and somebody needs something, like an actor needs something or the director wants to make a change at the last minute and wants to add something, and I feel like I should be able to work quickly from my setback. And if I don't have something, I feel like I'm not prepared. Like I feel like that's the worst thing that could ever happen to me is to be on set and somebody needs and I don't have it. And that's why I always carry a setback full of full of stuff like you know i always have um 
bags for each actor. Each actor has their own little bag that will have the makeup that was used on them to, you know, to prepare them for the day. So they'll always have, like, their collar. Um, actresses will have their lips. You know, there will always be, like, in their bag. Um, there will always be, like, um, like a nail clipper in their bags for women, you know, like for both men and women sometimes, like a nail file. Like those little things will always be in the actor's bags, a pack of tissues, you know, all of that stuff. So they'll be equipped with all of that stuff, a little hand lotion, all of that. But for me in my bag, you know, sometimes on set there'll be things that I might need, like I might need a hand lotion for myself. Or sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, you will always have crew members or a director or a producer who will always ask for something. And, you know, do you have lotion? Do you have extra tissue? You know, do you have, you know, whatever. Sometimes they'll look, a director will look and hoping that you'll have a lip balm because their lips are dry. You know, so it's like I always have to have extra little things in my bag. It's not to say I'm going to get in trouble if I don't have a lip balm for the director? No, because the director knows that I'm not there to, like, you know, to do their makeup or to make sure their lips are okay. You know, some of these things are personal items that people should just carry around for themselves. But they see us there and they know that we're going to, you know, they know that we, we pretty much will always have stuff. So they ask. And so once somebody asks for something and I don't have it, I try to always make sure to get it. Because I know if one person asks for it, then it's going to be another time when someone else will ask for it. You know, there have been times when um, the camera department or, like, the dolly grip will ask if we have baby powder. So I actually, at the beginning of each show, I will actually buy baby powder to keep in my set bag just for the dolly grip, for no other reason but for the dolly grip. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's that type of thing. And, it's, and like I said, it's, I don't have, my job is not to, to be here for the dolly grip, but they come to us because they think we have it, so I'm going to make sure I have it. Right. I'm just going to make sure that I have it. What was that? No, I was laughing because you said um, they think we have it, so I'm going to have it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they just assume, oh, gosh, I need some baby powder. Who would have baby powder? The makeup artist, you know, and so they come to us. So it's like, you know what? Because the thing is, when if I know they need it and they need it because of track and they, you know that you know something on that dolly track from either like slipping or sliding or something, so they need that powder. It's like, you know, you you feel like you feel like you need to make it happen because you know, you know, everything is about time and not holding up camera. And so they want to get everything set up in time. So you, you feel like, okay, let's help, let's be a team now. Let's, we're all, this is where we all really become a team. They need, they need powder for their situation to set up this dolly, this dolly for the cameraman. Let's make it happen. Let's make sure they have the powder that they need so they can go ahead, get set up, we can shoot, and we can get out of here, and we can go home. <laughs> you know, so it's all about let me – help you so you can help all of us get out of here. You know what I mean? So I just make sure that I always I always have it. Like I said, and, and it's like my set bag is heavy and people always complain that, you know, my, my set bag is so heavy, you got so much stuff. But, you know, to be honest with you, they, they you know, most makeup artists walk around on set with these small, cute little set bags because they figure the actors' bags have everything they need in them. So they don't need, you know, but so much extra in their set bag. And so they walk around with these small bags that don't look any bigger than the actor's bags. And they never have, with, they never have enough to me. Like you, can, you can't go to them for something because they don't have it in their bag. Their bags are too small. Too small to right. have anything. <laughs> you know, or sometimes people will consolidate um, stuff in their set bag. So it's like, you know, and, and a lot of people do things, and, it, and it's it's cute, it's neat. I'm not even tripping over that. I'm not complaining about that. You know, what works for you works for you. But sometimes things are so concise and so consolidated that, to me, I feel like people can hardly find what they're looking for. Or it takes too much time to pull out what they're looking for because everything's inside of a container inside of another container because they're trying to keep things, you know, 
meat, and they're trying not to carry so much stuff, so everything's like broken down two and three times to be able to fit into the small bag. So that's why right. I always carry a big bag. It has everything in it, and I can put my hands on everything when I need to. And it's just, it's a lot, but you have, I feel like you have to have it. You must have it. So that's why I I had, I had so many things on my list, my original list, that, I mean, we, we didn't fit it all into into the actual post. Um, but, yeah, it was a much longer list than what we see in the actual post. Yeah. You know, um <laughs> When you were saying, what I was laughing about earlier, when you were saying, um, you know, they think they're going to have it, so I'm going to have it. And it reminded me of um, a makeup artist that I met years ago, and I'm trying to think of her name. Oh, my goodness. She was out of Florida, but she worked in Hollywood. And Mm -hmm. she she told a story. I, I was at a little seminar and she told a story about how, you know, back in her early days when she was starting out, she, um, you know, like she would always just have so much stuff in her kit. And I, and I think it just basically came from not wanting to ever, you know, somebody ask you for something and you didn't have it. Mm-hmm. And so she said she would be assisting other, she would be working with other makeup artists and the director or somebody would go to the other makeup artist looking for something in particular, and the other makeup artist, who like the head of the department or what have you, didn't have it. And she would always have whatever anybody needed. She would always have it in her bag. Mm-hmm. And she and she started doing that, like when the, that director asked for something, her department head didn't have it, but she had it, and she gave it to them. But then also when she would hear people ask for certain things, and if her department didn't have it, she would make sure she went out and stocked her kit with it. And when you do that, it's not it's not trying to um, outdo your department head, because you have to, one thing you have to believe, if a director came to a department head asking for something and that department head didn't have it, I promise you she's going to go out and get it, so that way the next time they're asked, she'll have it. So, with you going out to get what somebody's asked for that your department head didn't have, by you going out and getting it and putting in your kit, it's not you trying to outdo your department head. It's basically you saying, you know what, I need to be smart too. If this is something that they may occasionally ask for, I need to have it. And, yes, even though somebody from, um, you know, a grip or, or somebody from, a, you know, like a – a department like sound or something like that, come looking to you, come looking to makeup, not you in particular, but just makeup in general for something, it's because, yes, they really do think that we have everything. And to be honest with you, for the most part, we should have a lot of stuff. Even some things that people really, for instance, we have a medic on our set at all times. If you cut your finger, you can go to the medic and get a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of two, you probably could stop by the, the makeup department chair and ask for a Band-Aid. <laughs> nine times out of ten, they'll have it. But, you know, that's so and funny one, because that, that was that's so funny because people used to do that, and we used to have that. Like, actors all the time would look to us for little things like that. Do you have a Band-Aid? Do you have, you what know, I mean – you name it. I mean, bug spray, anything. Yeah, and you're with the actor, uh, you know, the majority of the time. So I feel like they tend to turn to their hairstyles and makeup artists first, especially the makeup artists, when it comes to things like bug spray, Band-Aids, Tylenol, Motrin. They're going to ask you for that stuff long before they even get the attention of a medic. And the medic is right. the one who has all of this stuff, the Band-Aids, the bug spray, the Motrin, the Tylenol, you know. So um, it, it's good to do. I mean, I know you cannot 
carry everything. And you, Denise, yourself, like I always talk about how heavy your bags are, but it's, it's that it's that wanting to have everything when needed because you know one of the things that you can't do? When you're out on set and you may have something that's, that's being needed, a lot of times you do not have the time to go run back to your right. trailer to go looking for something. So, you know, um, it's just always good to, to, you know, to carry as much as you can. But, you know, those are like some basic things, you know. But yeah. I would say if you're working on a film and TV set, some of the things that you definitely would need, and I feel like whether you're working with, now if you're working with the principal actors and you're like, um, you're on your trailer and that's where you're keeping most of your things, that's one thing. You have a set of things that's going to always be on your trailer. But once you leave that trailer and go to set, sometimes, even though you, you have the actor's bags with their individual products in it, but then you also have um, things that, you know, you could also possibly need for any actor. But you have to also think about it. You may get out on set and you may walk past all of the background actors who who their makeup the makeup artists are people that that are additional makeup artists that you've hired to come in to do work to work specifically with them. But you may look at the background actors and say, "Oh wait, they're, they're going to need something extra." You know what I mean? Like this person is going to need something. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you might say, well, you know what? They need they need that tattoo covered, but maybe you're maybe none of the background makeup artists had tattoo cover, or they may not have had something. They may have had tattoo cover, but they didn't have anything um, as close to somebody's particular skin tone, or you know, something to that nature. You yourself. Need to have that, even though you're not working with the background, and even though none of your principal actors have tattoos, you still need tattoo covering that bag. Because what you don't want is on any given day to be without it, and you're thinking, oh, today we're only, you know, today we're only working with, you know, we're just a nondescript background out on the street. I'm not going to need my tattoo cover. That's the worst thing you can do is take it out of your bag. You know what I'm saying? Right. The best thing you right. can do is pack a set bag that's going to work with anybody that you could possibly touch. And, you know, you just need to have some, certain products are like staples for a set bag. And the one thing I would say is definitely tattoo cover. And you need to have – so sometimes all your colors don't come in one palette. So you may need to have two palettes. And that's where those – those small mini palettes come in hand because nine times out of ten, if you've covered somebody's tattoo on the trailer or in the background makeup area, then what you have in your bag is just touch-up size palettes. So I would definitely say right. those and then, small palettes for cover-ups. And let me and let me say this too. This is just you know an extra tip for makeup artists working in the background. When you know when you when you come in, um, whether it's in the morning or whatever time you come in, and you're doing the background. Once everybody's all, once the background are finished, and you are moving along to you know get ready to pack up to go to set, and a lot of people like to pack their stuff up, take it back to their cars, and just have their set bag. Um, what I say to that is, don't do that. Because you don't know, just because you look in the call sheet and you see that all of the background has come in, it doesn't mean that they may not call for more, you know. But also, don't pack up your stuff car and then come to set with a set bag that only has, um, you know, blot papers and, and tissue and sweat towel and, you know, and, and just things like that. No, because you don't know what is going to be requested of you. You don't know what... Um, a background person will ask will ask for, you know what I mean. You don't know what the director will ask for, so it's very important that you don't put all of your supplies and your tools away. You know, come to set with a complete set bag, and I think that's something that I want to see more of 
um, with makeup artists working in the background is complete um, setbacks. And that's why my list was like so thorough because, you know, we had to have, um, you know, you really just have to have everything. And that's just, you know, and that's just being a prepared makeup artist. Just as, that's just being prepared. And you don't know how little things like that will elevate you to the next level in this industry. It's just being prepared. People watch you. People can see that. People know who's prepared and who's not. And, you know, you have so many uh, makeup artists getting into this industry, and, and all they want to do is just, you know, work on the hair and makeup trailers. And, and you know, they want to do, the, do the actors, you know, instead of doing the background. But, well, first, you know, what I say to that is you have to crawl before you walk. You know, get that experience that you need in that background. Be the best that you can in that background. You know, come prepared in that background. You know, come to set prepared to touch up the background because this is another thing. What if I needed you to actually do one of my principal actors who may be a day player or something, and you've already put your taken your makeup to your car because you think you're done with the background? Who's to say I'm, I won't pull you to do somebody who's coming in at like four in the afternoon, but yet we're all on set with like ten actors? I may need you to do some to do you know one of my principal actors coming in who's a day player. How are you going to do that when your makeup's in your car? Right. You know what I mean? And then it's like when a situation like that, then you have to say, okay, well, use, you know, use the makeup at my – you have to go through all this explaining and where stuff is and what to do and what to use. Nobody has time for, the, for that. Department heads don't really have time for that. When you have so many actors on set, I need actors to be – I need makeup artists to be ready to go. I need makeup artists to be prepared. And that's why it's so important to, like I said, come to set with a complete setback. Keep your makeup um, in the area where you're working until you're told not to, until you're told not to. So do you want to go over um, the list of some of these, uh, some of these items? Yes, for sure. Okay. Well, one thing I mentioned already before was, like, blot papers and tissues. Like I said, that's Mm -hmm. always going to be in my actor's bag, but it's always going to be in my bag as well. I'm always going to have, you know, blot papers and, of course, extra tissue because, of course, (laughs) crew members always ask for tissue. Um, Directors, producers always ask for tissue. So you, you like to always have it, not just, not just, because crew members and everybody's going to ask for it. But sometimes the, the tissue pack that you may have in the actor's bag as a backup. Because like you said before, sometimes you can't run back to the hair and makeup trailer to get these things because sometimes the hair and makeup trailer is too far. You may not be shooting on a stage or something, so you can't – it's not close enough. Sometimes the hair and makeup trailer is like a 15-minute drive from where you're shooting. So yeah. you can't always, you know – run back to the trailer to get something that's needed right now. So it's always important to have that, that backup. Um, even with blot papers, you know, when I'm touching up, a lot of times I touch up with blot papers before I add, like, powder and things like that. So whatever's in the um, actor's bag, again, you may run out of that kind of thing. So you need to have extra. So I always have at least two to three um, packs of blot papers. Right. Um, Another thing that I think is important is, like, having – because I know you mentioned earlier those um, Jordan palettes, like having those small tattoo cover-up palettes, which is very important. But also it's important to have, like, um, like the Skin Illustrator palettes, the one that's, you know, alcohol-activated, um, but having mm-hmm. them in, in, your, in skin tone colors as well as effects colors. So you never know, like, the director may decide, you know, First instruction could be in a production meeting where somebody gets hit and they don't really want to see anything. They don't want to see a bruise. They don't want to see blood coming from the mouth or they don't want to see blood coming from the nose because they don't want to keep track of it. They just want it to be quick. Then you may get to set and after seeing everything else, they may think, you know what, we really need to see this. And so they may ask to just have like a little blood coming from the nose or a little blood coming from the mouth. And 
or a bruise on somebody's knuckles where they hit somebody or something, just something. They may want to see just a little bit of redness or something on somebody's knuckles or a little bit of redness around somebody's nose or mouth. And so you have to be prepared to do that. And, and so it's always really important to have those. Yeah, something that you can add really quickly. So it's always good to have those um, alcohol-activated palettes. And they don't all have to come from Skin Illustrator. They can come from Real Creations, uh, Bluebird, which Bluebird now is Allied Effects. I mean, they could come from any of those effects brands to sell those act, uh, alcohol-activated palettes. Um, but the, good, the, active, the alcohol activated palettes are good because, you know, the product dries down after you put it on and it doesn't move. So those exactly. are Exactly. Let me just say this really quickly, like how you were saying, you know, just having, they may change their mind about something. And it's so true. And, but I also find that directors, um, I sometimes feel like, and you see it more with makeup because hair Hair normally has everything that they always would have, like a comb, a brush, you know, some gel, some spray, some pins. You know what I mean? And, like, you're not mm -hmm. bringing a blow dry, you know what I mean, or curling on. You bring curling on to set only if you know you have an actress that you have to keep, you know, putting heat on their hair. But for the most part, their basics will be everything that they would need. But for makeup artists, right. I sometimes – like directors think we are magicians, like, and also like, oh, can we have a little bit of this? And and you're supposed to just pop up and it's supposed to be there. So like you said, when mm -hmm. you have those little small bottles of mouth blood and flow blood, um, and, and I know I mentioned tattoo covers, but I think every makeup artist, you should never Never, ever, ever leave home or leave that makeup trailer without a bruise wheel. Yes, that's on my list. Yeah. That saves the day. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm because of because sometimes, sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to do it a little bit quicker than the alcohol palette. Like sometimes the director wants it, wants it done as if you are a magician. They want it done, and they want it done so quickly, like. We don't even have a minute for you to do it. Can you do it? You know what I mean? And that, that bruise wheel is quick. You know, you take the lid off of it, you, you dig your fingers in there, and you make it happen wherever they need it. You just make it happen. And that's quick, and it's got to be done that quick sometimes. But um, and it's, it's remember that. They remember that. Because, you, 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 you know, you, you're helping them realize their vision, even if their vision comes at the last minute. You know what I mean? They remember that. That could be the difference between working with that director again or not, working with those producers again or not. And you know, you know what? actors remember that. That also should be telling people that one of the most important things, and some, of, some things come with experience, but we all, no matter what level we're at, can learn how to just simply pay attention. Pay attention to what's going on. Um, you know, every time they say cut, you have to know that either the, the director is giving someone some, you know, instructions or directions on how to do something, or they're sitting there making a decision about what they want to do next. So you have mm -hmm. to pay attention. And a lot of times you may not be, close, sitting close to where the director is, but that's why you have uh, people from the AD department that can, um, you know, that can help you out with that. But before mm -hmm. we go any further, I want to quickly take a quick break before we go any further, and we'll be right, right back. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skincare, wigs and extensions, 
styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. We are back. Wanted to do that really quickly. Um, yeah, so I just think... Um, you know, paying attention, paying, um, staying close to the AD or the, or the representative from the AD department that's assigned to hair and makeup, always asking questions because, like I said, you're not always sitting, like, anywhere near the director or close enough where you could hear. So you have to always um, get the information that you need, but you definitely have to pay attention because just like, you're, just like um, we're saying, like, they think you're a magician. They think you always have everything in your bag. So there's been plenty of times when I've overheard, you know, the people at Video Village. Video Village is where the director and the producers, uh, where they all sit. I've overheard them discussing what's next and what they want to see or whatever. And sometimes that, that just makes you go like, okay, wait a minute. They're going to want blood. I don't have blood in my bag. That gives you time to leave. Go get blood if you had to, you know, and be back. I'm just thinking about times when we're working on stage where our trailer is close to the stage, you know, it gives you time to go and run and grab the the blood, you know, just kind of let somebody in your department know, look, I overheard them saying they may need blood. I don't have any blood in my bag. Do you have blood in your bag? And if they don't have blood in their bag, then go get something and get back. So just in case, because you always want to look like you are the magician that they think you are, you know. Um, right. Because and, and another thing, it's all about time. And, you know, they spend so much time trying to get the shot, trying to get it so perfectly that then when they're calling on you, they're not trying to give you much time because they've already taken up most of the time. So you have to right. just, you know, go, and I feel like sometimes that comes with experience, just knowing how that goes. But without having a lot of experience, you know, and the, these tips that you give are amazing because for people who don't have the experience, you're getting the opportunity to see and to hear some of the things that you're that you're going to need. And, like, when we went to Chicago, you know, Viola, she's new to the union, so, you know, just sharing with her when we were um, in Chicago working, just sharing with her, like, some of the things that she's going to need in her bag. Like, people like Viola, who's new, um, this list is perfect for someone like her, you know. Like, if some of these things you don't have, these are some things that you need to start working on putting into your kit. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see. So, so what let's else? see. We have, let's see, eye drops. I think eye drops, oh, my God, that's such an important one. And I've been doing this since the beginning of time. I would, um, because that's something that we also, like, on the hair and makeup trailer, we also have certain supplies. Like, you know, of course, we have our drawers and our cabinet stocks with supplies that we need as makeup artists to do our job, but we also have our drawers stocked with supplies that actors might need. Actors may come in and they may need a toothbrush because they want to brush their teeth and they don't have one. Or they may need mouthwash or mints or um, they may need eye drops or somebody may have contact lenses and they just might need like a contact solution, um, you know, or just a re-wetting drop, something that's, you know, just giving their eyes some moisture, like, you know, or somebody may be allergic to something and their eyes are red. So they they need, you know, eye drops, you know, or, or let's just keep it real. Somebody might smoke some weed and come in and they're like, okay, I need drops for my eyes, you know. So we have that for whatever they need. And so when right. I'm on set, it's the same thing. 
you know, I don't just use eye drops just to make tears and stuff. No, I use, I mean, I can use eye drops or re-wetting drops to, to make quick tears, but I also need it just in case an actor needs it for some reason. Um, you know, they get something in their eye, any, any little thing that they need, you know, they may need eye drops. And so you need to have a variety of eye drops for any situation. Um, um, you know, the re-wetting drops are just for, like, moisture if you have dry eyes. And, and, you know, you just want something for moisture without having actual medicine in the drop. So, you know, you kind of carry a variety of things. And so I just have a little bag that I um, I keep a variety of eye drops in it. I might have, like, five or six different types of drops in my bag. But then I keep all of that in my step bag. So, again, I'm never unprepared for a lot of situations. I mean, there may somebody may ask for something and I may just not have it, but for the most part, I have pretty much everything in my bag that anybody would ask for. But that's a, right. an important one to have because again, when the actor needs looking to you to have it, everybody's looking to you to have it and you just need it. Right. Because trust exactly. me, when it's, a, when, it's a, when it's something like that, and it's like, oh, so-and-so, had, so-and-so needs some eye drops really quickly before they get back to shooting. So trust and believe, they're looking and waiting for the makeup department to deliver. And it's like, and it, you know, all of a sudden it becomes your responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Because this actor is now uncomfortable because of this eye. You know what I mean? So they're looking at you to deliver. So it's like you need to have it. Right. It's as simple as that. You need to have it. I was just sitting here thinking, and I can't remember, um, I can't remember the name of the show. I'm going to say this quickly before we run out of time, but I can't remember the name of the the reality show, not Face Off, but long before Face Off. Remember Maxie? um, Yes. Maxie did a lot of music videos. And in that particular, Uh um, that particular uh, makeup reality show, it was all the challenges were just basically beauty, some form of beauty. But mm-hmm. if you Maxi would break out all kinds of stuff out of his kit. And looking at your list, even though this is um, targeting film and TV makeup, I think about how when you're doing like a, a, a beauty makeup artist who does a lot of editorials or sometimes even fashion, there are some things, of course, that they would definitely need. And I'm not talking about your disposables, your lip wands and cotton swabs and, you know, stuff like that. But there are times when people use, can use bruise wheels in these editorials, um, you know, even sometimes it may be required on a photo shoot to cover somebody's tattoo because maybe the photographer's vision is that's not what they want to see. So some of these things you also can carry in your beauty kits, you know, for those of you who may do fashion and editorials. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely something to consider, you know. You may not carry the whole range of tattoo covers that we do, but it may help, you know, somebody at some point on a job, not yes. just a film and television makeup artist. Because I remember, I remember Maxie, he would pull out bruise wheels and all kinds of things to get, you know, to get whatever look he's trying to create. And he's a, he's a beauty artist, did a lot of music videos. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just something to think about. Exactly. There's something to think exactly. about. Yeah. So, well, we have run out of time, you guys, but I just wanted to um, again say that we will um, make an announcement next Sunday night. Um, we'll have some more applications um, being announced this week, so we'll have the those nom- uh, nominees for you next Sunday night. Um, we'll also have um, – I don't remember who our guest is going to be for next Sunday. Anyway, you'll know before the, the end of the week. Um, so again, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Um, we have Merce Arsenault coming 
on the 28th, which is the last Sunday of the month. So make sure you guys tune in for that as well. All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.